Alrighty, folks. I am back. I had a hiatus. I will not lie. I started doing my two a week, and then my allergies kicked in. And yes, I'm not a mama's boy, but man, I got used to being at home and not driving all that good stuff. And you know what happened? Didn't really have to deal with my allergies. Turned 40, allergies came back. Uh, like stupid fashion trends in the 80s, like fanny packs. Ridiculous. I could literally uh, not handle it for about a week and a half there. And yes, I had some pre-recorded content, and I chopped it by accident trying to edit it. And it's bad enough I record these in the car with the kids screaming in the back sometimes. You deserve a little better from me. You really do. I thank you to my uh, repeated listeners, those who stumble upon, and those who curse me for my ignorance. Thank you all. So here's a little something different for today that I want to cover. Here's something not the same. I'm going to get my ignorance on here a little, maybe. I'm going to piss a couple people off. I hope I do. Because that's what we're going to talk about for now. It's pissing you off until you change. How are we going to get you to change? I'm going to piss you off. I'm going to make you uncomfortable. You're not going to like me because I'm going to tell you the truth. Then you're going to buy my book. No, please, buy the book, though. Seriously, I can use some cash. So... Today we're going to talk about something that's, uh, I guess we could call it Al Bundy Syndrome. So for my younger listeners, just be quiet and listen. For the people who know the show, I'll give you a different reference. Anyone seen Napoleon Dynamite, the uncle that comes to take care of them? Al Bundy, he was the quarterback. He was the king. He married the pretty chick. Ends up selling fat women's shoes. I'm sorry to any plus-size women. I'm trying to get back to this show to make a point. And he hates it, but he does it to pay for the kids and the wife to have a house, and he has a crappy car. And he's living in the past. He was the king. He was the big dog. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, there's a lot of uh, this uh, this stuff about toxic masculinity and uh, stuff like that, and you shouldn't be an alpha male, and people need to be sensitive. I had a tea set when I was a kid. I had, uh, you know, Care Bear. No, I didn't have Care Bears. I had what do you call them? Um, uh, cabbage Patch Kids. You know? I had a sister. I don't wear dresses. Not that there's a problem that she want to do. I'm not going to judge anybody. You do whatever the hell you want. I couldn't care. My job is to be me and raise my kids to be strong men. I don't buy into toxic masculinity. I'm sorry. I'm 80s, baby. We do things a little different. But uh, Al Bundy was the alpha male slash failure. Uncle Rico was an alpha male turned failure. What the hell are you bad about, Tony? This sounds like you're on some crazy rigmarole. Your rhetoric is... Offensive. It's 2021. Do what I tell you. Dress and act like we tell you. Like who I tell you. No. I'm not going to back down. And here's why. Al Bundy and Uncle Rico, they backed down to the call of greatness and became champions of mediocrity. I will not be mediocre. My kids will not be mediocre. So the lesson today is don't be Uncle Rico. Don't live in the past. It's not who I was, what I was. It's who I am. I'll be back with more. I'm actually going to stop right there because that's our intro. And we won't get reckless today. We getting reckless, folks. All right, folks. So we had my rampant, uh, ignorant, filled opening for today's podcast. Uncle Rico, a.k.a. Don't Be Al Bundy. So I was... uh. I was talking to some co-workers yesterday. And I was telling one of the guys, yeah, I showed him the photo from when I was a monster. You know, I used to be big. 
when I, I had the bouncers build, I was benching the three hundreds. You know, it's you know just just big boy numbers. You know, my my numbers on the bench were great. I felt big. I felt strong. I was strong. Here's something I learned recently. I learned uh, later on though is I was strong for quick bouts of energy. I didn't have stuff. I couldn't hold uh, the dumbbell up for you know a hundred years. I could press them real quick, get a full set of ten with 125 pounds in each hand on the flat and the incline and decline, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I, I didn't have the stamina and the longevity of lifting power I'd want now per se in my 40s. But it was what I wanted then. It was accomplished. I hit, I hit platforms and broke plateaus and you know changed my mind to conquer. And my coworker's like, yeah, he co-signed. He said, yeah, I seen him. He was a yo, Tom was a monster. So my other coworker he tells me, yo, bro, when you get back to it, man, look at you. So today I'm driving to pick up Chinese food. Yes, as we all know, I burn water. Uh, you know, I, I try to cook Pop-Tarts and I turn them into Gremlins or whatever happens after 10 o'clock. You get the point. So, my grand level of ignorance here. I can't cook, so I'm picking up some Chinese food. I'm driving way past my house. actually drive sort of towards my home to go all the way around to where I used to work area. Pick up the Chinese food that I know I like. It's New York style. And as we know, I'm a New Yorker that relocated to Florida for the better tax and gun laws. And thank you, Governor DeSantis, for everything you've done. Yes, I am biased towards uh, my freedom. I'm sorry. So, Uncle Rico, have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? He's living out his van. He's looking at tapes of him throwing uh, perfect passes. Not like he did it yesterday, but like 20 years ago. Or he's setting up his camcorder, which is a, this thing that used to hold VHS tapes before we had iPhones and digital everything. And he's taping himself, you know, pretending to catch the, you know, the football. He passes, looks left, right, blah, blah, blah. Throws a perfect spiral. The guy doesn't play football. The guy doesn't practice with a team. He's not on the practice squad. No one knows who he is. His wife has left him. He's taking care of his two nephews. He ain't doing a darn thing right with his life in theory. I think he starts making some good, uh, some good cabbage towards the end of the movie. That's not the point. Because he wasn't doing it playing football, which is his dream. Uncle Rico was living in the world of where he used to be. Uh, practicing a skill that he's not as good as he used to be at A. And even if he was, it's not earning him money. And he's focusing on something that, you know, it's, it's a has-been. So like I was saying, I was driving to get this Chinese food. And I was like, man, you know, I used to be swollen. You know? And I'm sitting there and saying, why am I telling what I used to be? I should be focused on what I am. Now, that applies two ways. The first way is not the way I meant it, but it's, it applies this way. You know, you should focus on who you are. Are you a good dad? Yes. Are you trying to provide to the best of your ability? Yes. Do you take care of your family? Yes. You know, do you pray, you know, pray when you're supposed to, you brush your teeth, whatever it is, you need to celebrate your victories and your positive qualities. You know, if you didn't hit bonus for whatever reason, that's okay. You're a human being. You need to, you need to accept who you are. There's nothing wrong with that. You're going to make mistakes. We all do. My son will be two in a few days, and he still you know, runs and kind of slips. And he gets right back up. So I encourage you all to do the same thing. So, you know, it's you can't focus on who you were. It's about who you are. If you focus on your failures, you will be a failure. That is that simple. You cannot focus on the you that is a failure. You need to focus on the positives. I am a good father. I have made it so my wife hasn't had to work for five years. I have done everything I can for my wife to have the life she wants with my kids. My kids have their mother full time. I published my book. I started my podcast. I have two different podcasts. 
These are all things you need to look at. You need to figure out what you're trying to do, who you're trying to be, and along that journey, celebrate your successes. Be honest about who you are. You know, don't don't give yourself a pass like, yeah, I almost made the car payment this month. Did you only almost make it because you spent all the money on booze and coke? You might not be going where you need to be, folks. Hey, is that rhyme? Am I a rapper now? Can I sign to Eminem? Eh, we'll figure it out. But celebrate your successes. We're going to pause there again. Give you another segment there. We're going to do some small nuggets. I'm about to get into the big one now. Alrighty, so here's our third section. It's probably the long one here. Might be short, though. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're doing this car cast, right? We're trying to get it out there for you. I need you all to learn. We're going to do it on insurance soon, folks. Life insurance specifically. Why you need it, the products that are out there and stuff like that. So get excited. We're also going to have one coming up about love. How I make my marriage work and how it benefits you as an entrepreneur. What I've learned from my parents and others, etc., etc. So enough of the preamble. Uncle Rico. Don't be Uncle Rico. Don't be Al Bundy. Part two plus one, so it's three. So we talked about not living in your past. We talked about embracing your victories, right? Because some of myself, you know, it's like, I was thinking, man, I used to be a, a monster. I used to be swole. You got to celebrate the victories, right? But this is what I was, I was saying. You can't focus on who you were. You can't live in the past. If you're living in the, you know, man, when I was... When I was selling cell phones for AT&T, man, no one sold a cell phone like me, man. I was the best. I was getting money. I had commissions. I had all the company swag. I was the monster, man, and I fell off, man. It can't be I was. It's I am. You have to focus on who you are. And that's not going to be just the good. It's going to be the bad. You know, if, if it's you don't brush your teeth at night because you like having your beer and fall asleep on the couch, you need to acknowledge that and change it. Brush your teeth, folks. The dentist is expensive. If you need to finish your novel, you need to finish it. Focus on who you are. Focus on the right now. I am overweight. I'm going to hit the weights starting tonight. I will do two sets of eight reps and two crunches. You can't live in your past. You can't live in your negative past for sure. That's It's never going to work. The negative past is going to drown you and defeat you faster than you can imagine. If you've ever seen uh, Inception... It's talking about, you know, a negative versus positive, you know, conquer your father's company. He's like, no, he said, give him a good. He said, good always trumps the bad, I feel. He said, the good memories will trump it. It's going to be better off. It's, it needs to have a positive connotation to the thought we're trying to plant. So I need you to accept yourself with your positivity. Because the negative, you focus on all, I keep not hitting commission. I keep making the wife angry. I can't afford the toys my kid wants. I can't get up on time. You can't focus on it that way, folks. You have to focus on... What are you doing right? It's not I was the quarterback. It's not, man, I wish I was still a quarterback. Okay, how did I lose my contract? I was banging strippers and using coke. Stop using coke. Leave the strippers alone. Get married. Start a family. Make a foundation. Yeah, I know it's not that simple, but you see what I'm saying? The solution a lot of times, if we're honest with ourselves, is right in front of our face. Tony, I don't play football. I don't use coke. I don't like strippers. Okay, so what happened? I love animals, but I, I don't want to go back to school and take out debt. So your fear of debt that would give you a dream life and a better income is going to stop yourself. Instead, I'm going to find a scholarship. I'm going to take out the debt and find a way to refinance the loan faster. I'm going to take out the scholarship and get a second job that pays part of my loan. See, there's solutions, folks, when you're willing to face who you are and what you want and what it is you need in life. 
you can't focus on the negative. It has to be the positive. Every single time, it has to be the positive. It's not going to work. So what am I trying to get out of here, folks? We can't live in the past. I was the best quarterback when I met your mom. I married her. And yeah, I pay the bills. Yeah, we got a house. I wish the pool was bigger. That's not going to do a damn thing for you, bro. Not going to help you the least. There is nothing wrong with wanting to be dominant. There is nothing wrong with being an alpha male. There is nothing wrong with providing for the extras. There is nothing wrong with wanting more for your life. Don't let them tell you it's okay to be mediocre. Fight, kill, destroy, maim, conquer. These are words I think need to be applied more often. You know, these, uh, these, uh, these participation trophies have ruined kids. And they've ruined grown men. I find myself very often surrounded by men who are excited by their mediocrity, working less hours, coasting. I, I know someone who was working the least amount of hours possible just to pay his half of the rent, get his, uh, I think he used to drink uh, rum and orange juice. I forgot what it was. Something I, I can never manage. For me, it was always, we always did uh, vodka and OJ and stuff like that. But you get the point, whatever. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I saw a trend. His, uh, his fiance, she started getting in shape. She started chasing her job. She was doing everything that was seen would be making her the happiest her that she could be. When I say that my son doesn't say she, he says her. No. It's not, mommy's not fair, she said. It's her said I can't this, or her said that. I think it's funny, so I'm going to do that. I'm sorry. But his fiance, her took life by the cojones. Grabbed him, squeezed him, and they broke up. Pretty crazy. But he was coasting. You know, we've been together 10 years. He had done this fantastic proposal like eight years prior or something. I don't know how. You get the point. You know, the dream proposal and then just didn't do anything but coast the rest of the time. Decent job, decent benefits, doesn't want overtime. And you know, it's you got to know your partner too. If, if your partner's cool, you being a co if you're both coasters and you're going to sit back and have your CBD gummies or whatever the heck it is to get your jollies off and you're cool with that together, be cool. But be aware sometimes your spouse wants you to step up and lead. And that could be the man or the woman. Be aware of that. Acknowledge it. You know, if, if you're a guy listening, embrace your inner alpha male. I don't see anything wrong with it. Embrace your testosterone. It is good for you. It is very good. So yeah, this this, uh, this might be a little more geared for the men. So if you're a female listener, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I said. I'm gonna piss some people off. We're gonna keep moving. So we're gonna embrace who we are, right? We're going to conquer. We're going to dominate. We're going to maim, destroy. That's it. And that doesn't mean everyone's your enemy. But you should be aware because a lot of people are your enemies. I was talking with a friend. And he's like, man, this guy, he was willing to destroy us just because we didn't go along with his plan. And he wasn't even the right kind of guy. And I was like, you know what I realized? Because it's funny because you know, my friend texted me, asked me to call him. He's still in New York. Didn't retire. And we're talking about stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Because there's something I learned. And he's like, what's that? I was like, I was actually thinking about this guy earlier today. I said, uh, I don't know why it popped in my head. And I said, God, I don't want to think about this jerk. I left that life behind. I left being a positive leader. He left being a destructive man who fired 25 people and ruined lives to, to satisfy his ego and his ignorance. Ego and it or whatever. The ego and it or whatever. And so I said, the people who go after you or who want bad for you are usually supposed to feel threatened by you, whether you're trying to threaten them or not. And he was like, yo, that's real. So yes, I do believe he's a meme, conquer, and destroy you need allies too. Without friends, you can't always win a war. Germany lost two world wars trying to fight them on two different fronts. That's just about impossible. You ever know what they say? A cornered rat is dangerous. 
A man with his back to the wall is dangerous. There's nowhere else for no, you can't get behind him. Two men back to back can take on an army. Tony, you're off topic. No, I'm not. All of this is relevant because you have to change your mindset and you have to be a conqueror. You have to be an alpha male. You have to be a Trojan warrior. You need to be Achilles or Hector. The cousin was pompous, thought he was smart, he got his neck popped. The little brother was a tragic fool, running around sleeping with women, betting them, thinking that made him a man. I was actually talking to a guy, ooh, almost had a car accident in front of me, nice. Well, two lanes over, but that's why you have your head on the swivel, right? We were talking about Samson in the Bible. And I was like, man, so it's, you don't know the story. This guy was a, he had long hair, there's a secret of strength. God granted him immense strength to be his champion for his people. And, uh, you know, he killed an army of like 10,000 with a donkey's jawbone. He was slaying Philistines. He was just, he was that dude, right? Now, his wife, she kept at him because she was still loyal to her people, not to him. So you see how that ties in right? we talking about women in relationships and stuff, right? And men and spouses and all that. Trying to get you there, right? So she's like, tell me the secret of your strength. You love me, tell me. So he's always playing with her and telling her answers that aren't really the answer. Finally, he said, oh, you know, you don't love me, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, to take my power, you'd have to shave my head and I'd be powerless. So finally, you know, he tells her that's the truth. So she shaves his head. Her people come in. Says, ah, ah, they're here. He jumps up. They pummel him, put him in chains. Eventually, they take him back to their capital or their headquarters. They blind him. They take both his eyes. They chain up between the two main pillars in the center of the grand ballroom and celebrate the defeat of their greatest enemy who killed their people. We just punked this fool. Look at him. He can't even see. He ain't killing nobody. So they keep him there as a living shrine to their greatness, their ego, see? Now be careful, your ego from the past, for things in your past victories will ruin your future victories. So one day, I don't know how much long, let's say a couple years, his hair's grown back. He's still chained up, he's still blind, but his hair's grown back. And basically he's like, God, grant me the strength to deal one last blow and take them with me, Lord. I don't know if that's exactly what it says, I don't remember honestly, but, uh, you know, let me take these people down. He gets up with one mighty heave, knocks down the two main pillars that are holding the whole building down, kills all the leaders and all the people there, the generals, the emperors, the concubines. In one last epic blow, he took them out with him. And I was telling this guy at my church, you know, that friend I made there, and I was like, man, I said, you know, these kids talk about gangster. And I was like, you know, gangster's paying your rent on time. Gangster's teaching your kids how to read. Gangsters teasing your son to respect women. I was like, gangsters, this guy was like, Psh, I'm taking them out with me, God. Give me the strength. He wasn't praying to get his eyesight back. He's like, let me level the playing fields and remind them of the glory of you. Now, if you're an atheist, I'm sorry, but just pick a point of the story here. He wasn't trying to live in his past and get back to being the conqueror he was. He was trying to do the final blow and give glory to his God and take his enemies out. Main, conquer, kill, destroy, right? He wasn't living in his past. He was asking for one last chance to level the playing field. One more moment of glory. Not for me, but for ye, God, right? So you can be an atheist and still understand the lesson here is, first, they were living in their past and let their enemy come back and take out their entire leadership in one fell swoop. That was stupid, man. If I was gonna keep that dude, his head would gotten shaved every freaking day, like twice a day, like, yo, get the concubines and the harlots and the eunuchs or whoever you need, and you'll go shave that fool's head. I don't care if you cut him up. Shave his head. That's my living trophy to my greatness. But really, it should have been, yo, take him out, cut his head off, and bring me his skull. And then we're going to go get our next enemy's skull. And you can say, oh, Tony, you're off target. You're off topic. This is not off topic, folks. 
You cannot be Uncle Rico. You cannot live in your past. You must conquer, kill, and destroy. You must know who your enemies are and your friends. You can succeed. You can conquer. You can take over the world practically, folks. You have to believe. You have to have the will. And that's why you can't live in your past triumphs. You'll get comfortable and you won't make new triumphs. My goal is to put out two more books. I'm actually got trans, not transfers, but uh, ideas and uh, you know, um, not manuscripts. But, you know, I, it's almost like when I write an essay when I was in college. I got my thesis statement, maybe my end statement, some of my body, my main concepts. I got a lot of that done for uh, my books. I got another book of rhymes I want to put out. It's really done, but not edited. I can't rest in the fact that I put out a book at 39. I need to figure out how to put out a book at 41. You know, book at 45. I need to figure out how to get 10,000 podcast listeners. By the way, thank you, everyone. I passed 1,000 uh, people last week. I thank you for that. I would not be here without you, but I didn't know how to do a proper podcast. I don't have a good headset. I don't have professional equipment. I don't have uh, fancy people to interview. I will have an interview coming soon, if not two. Your fingers crossed for some exciting news. Shout out to uh, at Supplement Renegade on Instagram. You'll be on soon, bro. Let me get you guys some diversified knowledge to make you conquerors, strong, healthy kings who can maim, kill, and destroy. So back to the enemies of Samsung. They let him get to a position where he not only leveled the playing fields, he took out the leadership and all the people who'd hurt him. Don't care if you're an atheist. The lesson there is if you focus on the past and you're them, you get taken out. Focus on who you are. They've taken out their enemy. Time to kill the rest of your enemies. Tony, I don't want to kill people. You don't have to kill people to dominate. You know, it's, uh, when, I, when, I used to try, when I wanted to be a rapper, like, I'm going to go in the bar. I'm, I'm going to murder these bars. Not the bar. I'm going to go in the booth and murder these bars. I'm going to slay this beat. You got to kill it, right? If I'm going to battle somebody on stage, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to slaughter them. They're not going to want to battle me again. I'm going to destroy them. I'm going to make eight, uh, Eminem an 8-mile, uh, what was he called, rabbit or something? Make him look like a, a freaking sissy by comparison to me. I am the dominant alpha male. I battle people in one. Sometimes I, I, I got cocky and I got scared, right? I let my alpha male turn into a scared little boy with his tail tucked between his legs. Tony, boys on their tails. Well, they do in that movie with uh, the guy Costanza. He wouldn't date all the chicks that had uh, weren't perfect. I think it was called Shallow Hal, right? So, haha, I win that one. But you can't be Uncle Rico. You can't be Al Bundy. Now, Al Bundy, I'll give him a shout out. Just like I was saying, Samson was gangster. He took out all his enemies one fell swoop, despite what they'd done to him. Despite his failures, he came back and demolished. He conquered. He destroyed. I saw something. It said a a, a, a soft man isn't uh, isn't isn't inspirational. A dangerous man who knows when to apply is something inspirational. Something scary. Anybody can do bad things. Anybody. Kids hurt people all the time by accident, right? kick you in the nuts, they throw a rock. Anybody can be angry and do something hurtful. Negligent homicides happen all the time. You know what's gangster, you know what's dangerous, you know what's impressive? Being ready to protect your family, be an alpha male, take your success that you've earned by skill and will, and knowing where to stop. So that's the other thing, folks. You, you can't push the line and expect victory after victory. You have to know when to hold them, you have to know when to fold them. You have to know when to fight, you have to know when to sleep. I think it's like Ecclesiastes 3 1. So it says, you know, there's a, a time for morning, a time for rest, a time for rain, a time for this. Basically, I'm sorry, I'm just going to get you, get it you off from, you know, I grew up in church. So you're going to get knowledge from anywhere I have it from. You can learn from anything, folks. So if you're an atheist, you should still be learning from me. I can learn from an atheist, too. Be open minded. 
you'll conquer faster. So Samson was gangster. He killed people to protect and honor his people and his God. He took out all his enemies. You ever seen Conan? What is the greatest? To kill the men and hear the lamentations of their children and wives, blah, blah, blah. Folks, I don't want to be a murderer. But I will kill you to protect my children. I will kill you to protect their innocence. I'm not threatening anybody. I'm protecting my children. And the same thing, you got to apply that to your dreams and your goals. You have to kill the stuff inside of you and outside of you. If your parents tell you you won't succeed being a writer, too bad, mom, I'm out. Move out. Get three jobs. Right before you go to sleep, you kill your enemies. You don't kill your mom, you kill that voice. If you have a doubting voice because your dad never loved you, and you don't feel like you make because he told you nothing before he left your mom, you kill that voice. My mom still loves me. My mom never stopped. My mom had four jobs. You kill that voice with a good voice. So you can't replace a bad habit by just killing it. You have to kill it and destroy it. And the way you destroy it is by quitting a bad habit with a good habit. I'm going to quit my cigarettes and alcohol addiction by replacing them with uh, fine foods, high cuisine. And when I want to have a cigarette, I, instead I will have a lifesaver. See, you're going to create rewards. Your mind wants to be pleased, right? So instead of uh, using coke, you're going to get endorphin highs by lifting super heavy weights, by running these long marathons. You're going to teach your body to get what it wants a different way. So the body left its own devices, nine out of ten times is going to seek negative, negativity and ignorance. I think the book is called The Power of Habit. And the guy discusses basically how when you play like the slots or something, you almost win. That almost victory in your body signals the rush. That's uh, It's akin. It's almost exactly the same, if not the same chemically and biologically, to the actual win had you hit the three cherries and pulled out the $8 million. That's how they hook you. That's how you sit there for 24 hours and give away your kid's gambling addiction for some cheap booze from the flurry waitress in the restaurant and all that built into the Taj Mahal that you go to where you should have never went. So we replace your addictions with healthy habits and, you know, Heck, if you smoke a cigar every here and there, I don't, I'd argue that's a healthy vice. If you drink a cup of brandy every other night before you go to bed, well, not a cup, that's eight ounce, maybe a lot, but you know, a shot or two, you know, instead of smoking your cigarette, I'd bet you your doctor would agree that's a little healthier. No, Tony, it's everything or nothing. Fine, destroy yourself. Fight a battle you can't win. Bianco Rico. You can't live in your past, folks. You have to kill, conquer, destroy today. Now you're going to do that, like I said. Live in the moment. It's not about who you were. It's not about who you can be. It's who you are. I am a published author. I am a good manager. I am a good father. I am a good spouse. I'm going to increase all of these skills. Because if I say I'm a sucky dad, I've already told myself I'm not good. To go from not good and wanting to be great is impossible. But I acknowledge the parts I do right. Man, Tony, you're 50% of the way you need to be fighting the bad things you learned as a, a child. I only got 50% to go. Man, Tony, you suck. You keep dropping the ball. You come late from work. You know, it's you fall asleep. You, whatever the thing is, it's you know that you're not doing right. If you put it in a negative connotation, man, you're only fifty percent good at what you're doing, bro. You suck. And uh, yeah, I, I'll throw you the bone for the for the naysayers. Yeah, in in high school, fifty was sixty five percent was a D, right? So that's passing. Maybe sixty three percent, you get a D minus and pass. Fine, okay, fine. Argument logic, or or. You say, man, I am 50%. I am halfway to being the most epic father on the planet. That ain't that bad. 
Hell, I only got to do what I'm doing times two. Think about that. Do you have to give 100% more because you're at 50% to get to 100? Yeah, you do because you need 50 more on top of your 50. So is that double? Yeah, it is, but you're already halfway to the goal. So it's either, man, I have to do 100% more than I'm doing and I can barely make it through my trials now. Or, man, damn it, I am halfway to conquering. I must kill, conquer, destroy, maim, and roll over my enemies roughshod until I am successful. I will dominate. I will conquer. Remember, we're not killing people. We're killing negative thoughts. We're killing nightmares. We're living dreams. If you have to become the monster to win the war, sometimes you have to do it. And I'll push it even further. If you have to have a Pyrrhic victory, where you lose everything for your son to have everything, you do it. So make no mistake, folks. My number one goal, for the most part, is I'm a father. I need my kids to have more than I had. I need them to live a life I could not imagine. My parents did it for me, and I'm doing it for them. That's half the reason I even have this podcast. Besides uh, a push for Mr. Rick, as my son would call him. So, like I was saying, we're not going to be Uncle Rico. We're not going to be Al Bundy. Now, Al Bundy was a gangster because he provided for his family. That's gangster. But he came home for a job he hated and just sat on the couch with his hand in his pants and drank crap beer. I posit to you that if you kill, conquer, maim, and destroy, you can come home to a top-shelf cognac, a beautiful wife, kids who adore you, and a life you could never imagine unless you're willing to imagine it. Are you willing to challenge yourself? Are you willing to go the extra mile? Will you die for your dreams? I don't want to die, Tony. If I'm not alive, I can't live. That's not the point. You're dying every day, folks. The clock is running out. The hourglass is upside down. So while we're here on Earth, you have very few options. So what we're going to do, folks, we're going to live in the present. It's not about who I was. See, for me, I was big. I was strong. I was a monster physically. Having been smaller in my life, not being into sports, that boosted my confidence. I became physically strong. It gave me protection. I was able to be more defensive. I was able to help people who were at risk of being hurt. I was able to stop people from hurting themselves. I became you know, a large, imposing figure. It's, you know, you're going to think twice before you come from my wife and my kids. Tony, I got a Glock and I got a Taurus 357 Snubnose. Good, me too. That's not the point, though. When you run out of bullets, you still got to fight me. See that, folks? That's how things work. We're not going to live in the past. We're going to acknowledge our good. We're going to fight. We're not going to settle for mediocrity. We're going to build thrones on greatness. Tony, I have no skills. Make one. I don't know how to do it. YouTube it. I was beat by my parents. Figure out how to not beat other people down. Better yet, figure out how not to beat yourself down. Most of us have enemies inside that are leading us to mediocrity. And I'm be honest with you folks, most of you, you are Uncle Rico already and you don't even know it. Most of you think being out Bundy is cool. A lot of you young guys smoking your weed and going to the studio and hanging out with chicks, drinking your Henny, thinking you're smart and you're cool because that's what rappers do. You'll never beat my work ethic, so eventually I could be a better rapper than you too. 
So all I got to do is work a little hard, be a little mediocre, and I can put out an album and I'm good to go. I'll buy some followers. I'll buy some plays on Hot 97. And I'll, you know how many mediocre rappers beat the true lyricists? 99% of the time. But work ethic with actual skill, you can dominate anybody. You know, you can you can have your unique, you can be the gift. I think it was um Kai Green was, you know, he was talking about, you know, when talent and skill, this, that, and the other, and you know, he's talking about Phil Heath and how his hard work could beat Phil Heath's gifts. And I'm like, you know what? If I take my skill, which for me folks I feel like is writing and trying to do these podcasts, is skills that I'm gonna choose to hone. If I focus on these things, I've already put out a book that makes money. My podcast makes money. Imagine if I spent the next 10 years doing this, or I spent the 10,000 hours to say it takes to match something. Imagine if I focus on being the most dominant player in the field I want to be in. And I relentlessly push, I relentlessly focus on the good, I build the skill, I do the training, and I keep track of the good I do, and I let go of nitpicking who I am. Imagine what I'll have to offer you and myself. Imagine what my kids will get. Imagine what's in store for my wife. Imagine what's in store for you. When you refuse to be Uncle Rico and Al Bundy. If you don't know who they are, YouTube it, you'll get a picture. But basically, you don't want to be that drunk uncle who used to be cool and then he gets on the dance floor at the wedding and he looks like a damn fool because he's too drunk. Because he was the best dancer. And then he broke his legs and now he just drinks and chills outside on the stoop. There is a, there is no victory in spoiled failure. Yeah, you, you can be a jerk and just hop around and do your stupidity and I was the best and you don't know. So you want to be the guy who won the Olympics once or you want to be two or three times? Because, uh, you know, for me, if I, I don't know the guy's name, this guy was doing like deadlifts for the Olympics. I think he was the, Olymp- uh, the, the Brazilian champion, actually Brazilian or African, I forgot, but he went in like 2000, 2004, 2008, I think 2012 or 2016. He finally got the gold. He got all the silver. He, he couldn't couldn't do the cleaning lift. So basically, you gotta, it's almost like a squat until you get the bar up over your head. Just couldn't do it. You, I, seen him, I seen him almost cry a few times. When he finally did it, he knew he did it right. He fell to the floor in victory and cried. That gold medal. So you're going to be Uncle Rico. like, man, I was the best. You're going to keep trying to be the best. Fail today. Stand up. Repeat tomorrow. And so when you repeat it, you can't. A champion is a guy who does it until he can't get it wrong. It's not the guy who does it until he gets it right. It's the guy who does it until he can't get it wrong. Uncle Rico quit after he got it right a little bit. Al Bundy quit after he had it right for a little bit. Al Bundy lost his dreams. Uncle Rico lost his dreams and his wife. So, who do you want to be? What do you want to be? What are you willing to get there? So this pocket is a little different. It was tangential, is that the word? It was, it, was, it, was, it was running like a tangent on purpose. I wanted to get different thoughts up there and throw stuff at you. Because I've been thinking about this stuff for a couple of days and I hadn't done one. But I'm going inside to feed my children. The drive is done. I am home. I thank you, my listeners. I welcome your feedback. Tony at changingadvance.com. You can find me at changingadvance.com, the website. The content is old, but there are tons of articles about stuff I wrote over the last decade and a half. Maybe more, actually. You have time, folks, but you don't. The hourglass is upside down. Don't be professionally mediocre. Be strong, be dominant, kill, conquer, maim, destroy. If your parents doubt you, get away from them. 
If your wife mocks you, maybe you need to, well, think about that, but do what you have to do. Fight your enemies. Now, if your mom is telling you you're worthless or that you can't be a lawyer because lawyers are broke and they go into debt, then don't fight your mom. You're not going to hit your mom, of course, but you fight her by showing her what you can do. You fight her by proving her wrong. Now, you don't just fight your mother. If you have a goal, you fight to get it. I'm leave you with this, folks. No one goes to the Olympics for silver. Look when they have the three top guys or girls. The difference between second and third is nothing. The guy in third can be second tomorrow. Easily. Easily. But the difference between silver and gold is a chasm. The difference between you and the guy who you watch cross the finish line first, the difference between you is the, is it's the Grand Canyon. It's that last moment, that last breath, that final push. How hard do you want it? No one goes to the Olympics for silver. No one. Look at their faces on the videos. No one wants silver. You don't need a participation trophy. Don't be Uncle Rico. Kill, conquer, destroy.